truly honoring your past, truly respecting the present moment, and truly acknowledging where you are right now means saving nothing for later. We cannot save anything for later because that is... That is kind of... That is giving yourself the luxury to think that you'll have more time. Time is at the essence. Time is now. When you say something for later, you're giving yourself the luxury of thinking that you'll get another opportunity like this. Like you'll get another instance like this. That a moment will be repeated once again. No, you have to value and treasure the moment you have right now and the opportunity. It may never come again. Make the most of it. Live like you're dying. And I mean that not in the most complicated way. Think simply with me. Because I feel like people see me as more of a deeper thinker than I am. (laughs) Which isn't a bad thing. But hear me. Hear me. I'm a girl, so this example may sound girlish. But, you know, when we buy a new outfit, even guys, when you get new shoes, you're like... Oh, I got to save it for later. I can't just wear these shoes. These are staying in the box. These are going to be mint condition. I'm going to... I have to wear this dress for the right party. I have to wear these jeans for the right event. I can't just wear this out. I can't just wear this necklace. I have to save it for later. Then over time comes and you wish that you wore more. When it's time to get rid of it, you wish that you you utilized it more. It's something we all do. I say this because... There's a little bit of letting go with every level up. But every time you level up, you have to let go of something. You have to really say R.I.P. to my past self. And as you walk in your new self, again, think simply. I'm gaining a lot of weight right now. (laughs) And this is like on purpose. I'm trying to get my ass fat. I want a big, giant, sloppy booty. Not sloppy, but you know what I mean. Like jiggly, waka, 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 waka ass. But I want to remain very slim in my torso. So my goal is to be a size extra large pants and a size extra small shirt. It's possible. And as I'm achieving this goal, something annoying is happening. None of my pants, jeans, leggings fit me anymore. And this is like a blessing and a curse. Because as I... I used to buy, I used to be a size small, but small pants and extra small shirt, you know, when I was like 17, 18. And then I grew to a medium small, small medium. So I had a lot of medium jeans, medium tights. And up until now, only my size small clothes have been a problem. I've still been able to wiggle my way into a size medium. But I've kind of been slowly but surely been introduced to a large. Well, today, my biggest, when I was at my smallest, when I was 18, my biggest pair of pants that kept on falling off, like it was slide on, I had to always wear a belt with it. It was like a medium large. I never wore them. I love these pair of jeans. You don't even understand. I love them so much. I only wore them once for a photo shoot, and that was it. I was like, oh, I have to have the right occasion to wear it. And they don't freaking fit anymore. And a part of me is like, 
Okay, I no longer fit into any medium. I'm not a large, going on to extra large. I'm getting closer to my goal, thank God, right? Then another part of me is like, my favorite freaking jeans, bro. I barely got to wear them. I didn't use them as much for the love I had for them. I love them so much, I should have used them more, you know? And as I'm having this mental discussion in my head, I remember something my mom told me a long time ago when she bought me these pair of shoes I loved. I loved my Air Forces. I never wanted to wear them. I wanted to keep them crispy white. My mom said, that's stupid. That's stupid. Things are meant to be worn, not looked at. Food is meant to be eaten, not collected. What are you doing? And I was like, Mom, you tripping. You know, I and to me, I saw it as a good thing. I have high value for it, so I'm going to treat it like valuable. I'm not just going to wear it everywhere, fucking going to fucking the bar- barnyard. I wear my favorite Air Forces. Like that. that shows some respect, you know? But it's also like, then what's the point of it? I see in the shoes that I don't want to wear too much because I want them to keep them fly and crispy. I see them in my closet and all I can hear is use me, wear me. I think of the toys from Toy Story. <laughs> Say, play with me, Andy, play with me. And I'm just like, damn, I fucked up. I didn't, I fucked up in two ways. Because first of all, I didn't honor where I was by making the most of it. While I was there, I was waiting and wanting better experiences. Instead of saying, oh, yeah, my friend's having a party. Perfect time to wear these jeans. I'll say, no, this party isn't anything. I'm just going to wait till I have a better party worthy of this. I was in a want and need in a situation. I need something more worthy. My experiences aren't that valuable right now. Why would I wear my best jeans for a mere party? That's the wrong mindset. The right mindset is, oh, my God. Every day, every moment, every event, every altercation is a blessing. I love these jeans, so I want to, you know, have the love and confidence. Because, you know, when you're in your favorite clothes, you feel confident. You're like, I know y'all look good. I want to have the flyness and the confidence these jeans provide to help embark me on this moment. Like, you know, like real hippie shit. And I've just been doing it wrong. Make the most out of it. Because... If you're constantly manifesting your life and creating better and better, things are going to upgrade quicker. I was once at a point where those jeans would have been perfect for me, but I I moved up of it too quickly. I moved too high too quickly. So even when I was at the point where the jeans would have been the perfect fit for me to wear, I had received better clothes. I had received better and better and better. And then these jeans were just normal. I don't know if you're picking up what I'm putting down. And these jeans were Zara off the rack, ladies and gentlemen. Zara off the rack. My first Zara purchase. Enjoy what you have now. Because you should be expecting better. Enjoy your apartment now. Don't be like, oh, I need to move. I hate my... Enjoy what you have now, because even when you're in a better place, you look back and be fond of the memories you have. People always appreciate things more when they look back on it. They never know, you never know a good thing till it's gone. They're like, oh, that apartment was shit, that car was shit, but I had some good times in it. That should be your mindset now.
And I just hold what I think about it. Honor each and every moment that's presented to you. Each and every challenge, each and every task, each and every mission that you have in front of you. Honor it and treat it with the respect it deserves. Give it your all. Love it. Take care of it. Do your best with it. Because one day you'll be wishing you had those problems again. Because as the blessings get bigger, I don't want to say this because it doesn't 100% correlate. Because, oh my God, this is like confusing. Because, okay, polarity says what goes up must come down. What comes down must go up. What you give is what you get. Like, as the blessings get bigger and your ability to reach new higher dimensions get bigger, then also does your ability to reach new lower level dimensions. So you can have more lower experiences. Yes, technically that's true. So what a part of me wanted to say is more money, more problems. That's not true. I don't really believe that. But you know, as you get more blessings, more problems have the potential of coming with that, with them. You hear me? But law of attraction said that you don't, even though that potential is there for you to experience, you do not have to experience. It is not obligatory that the more blessings you receive, the more problems you will get. It's not meant to be. It can be that way. You are open to more higher levels and lower levels potentially right but you don't have to experience or ride that lower wave you can stay at a higher level you do not have to go from high highs to lows lows you can stay stable and constant moving from high highs to a little bit low highs and high highs a little bit low you can ride that wave that higher frequency it's not like the more blessed you are, the more problems you get. Because there's many people who go their whole life. You can switch it around. Many people go their whole life with no blessings and just poverty. Never, this shit never changes for them. And you're saying, yeah, they've experienced such low lows. Doesn't mean that doesn't that mean that they have to experience such high highs? No. They have the potential of receiving such high highs, and that's shown and proven through people who you know. Make it from the bottom and become billionaires, you know, like they had the worst story and then they became the best version of themselves. You know, it's proven that you can go from such a low lows and shoot up to a high high if you open and tap into and are receptive to that possibility. So the same way that just because you're a high high does not guarantee you have to go to a low low and experience low vibrations. The same way that just because you're at the lowest of the low does not guarantee that you'll somehow magically end up at the highest of the high. I hope that makes sense. <laughs> I really want you all to understand that because a lot of anxiety that comes with manifesting leaves you once you truly understand that. And I can only say this from experience. The more I started to manifest my own reality and be aware that my thoughts create my own reality, a bit of anxiety came with that, especially when I knew I was producing negative emotions. And I know that emotions or feelings are the fastest way to manifest what you want. So if you feel really good, you'll manifest really good emotions and really good moments and realities. But if you're feeling really bad, you manifest more. Law of attraction, magnetize. So every time I feel bad, I'll be like, oh my God, I'm attracted negative things. Look at how bad I feel. Oh my God, now I feel worse. I just start snowballing in my head. It was very hard, and I hope I'm helping and talking to someone who's experienced this, who's experiencing this right now, so you know you're not alone. 
it can be very overwhelming to keep track of your thoughts, especially as you know how powerful you are. A good affirmation to say if one experiences such things are, I am not afraid of my power. Say that, that really helps. I am not afraid of my power. It really helps ground yourself and realize I'm in control. Snap back. I am in control of my own reality. I am the creator. I am my own. I am my own sovereign being. The more you feel that, the more you think that, the more you create that. And you stop snowballing. That's helped me the most. So, anyways, I got those anxious thoughts. Oh, my God. They were horrible. Sometimes I, I wouldn't sleep because I was just like, oh, my God. I don't want to go into the dream world and start dreaming. <laughs> you feel me? And the only answer to that was to really fully understand. Just because Just dark because magic, dark magic, magic exists, exists does not mean that it has a damn motherfucking thing to do with me. Does not mean I can be affected by it. Does not mean I will somehow be switched to that negative polarity. And this is something I'm even struggling with today. Not, not, not struggling with, but something I'm even coming into terms. I deny it. And I am not struggling with that. I'm coming into terms with today. But recently, I just realized that to be a true spiritual warrior and to truly be connected to source and truly heal people and heal others, you must be like a lotus. You must be like a lotus. I repeat, you must be like a lotus. Because it is so easy. It's easy for human nature, our ape brain, to want to be part of the community and we just have a need to be part of the community so badly that we get trapped in the social complex, in the matrix, and start following the leader and being a sheep and paying the taxes and whatever the fuck else sheep will do. (laughs) We start having arguments on Facebook about which political party is better or worse when none of this shit even exists. We get trapped in this social memory complex of bullshit. And it hinders our growth. Because it's easier to stay under this influence than to overcome it. It's easier to stay on your phone and intake, 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 Netflix, intake, 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 media, news, intake, 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 ah, ah, film affair. It's easier to do that than to rise above it. But nothing worth doing is ever easy. Because as you start to rise above it, you see it's just so much more peaceful above the bullshit and inside of it. But again, there's like some tenacity. Now, I have a question to ask you. Why do a lot of cultures see the lotus, the flower of the lotus, as the most valuable and most powerful flower? Why is it considered the flower of life? Because the lotus is the only flower that can bloom in a swamp. A lot of my favorite shows growing up taught me that Avatar The Last Airbender, I don't know if you guys remember that Order of the White Lotus. Uncle Iroh said that. And uh, in many episodes, remember the swamp episode where <laughs> they had that thing they were fighting that was actually the swamp benders. They said that in uh, Boys Over Flowers. If you're into cave dramas, Korean dramas, Boys Over Flowers, they say that. They say that's why that girl was so special because even in a poverty, horrible situation she was in, she was always strong 
and resilient and bright. Because she was like the lotus. The lotus blooms into a beautiful, beautiful flower. And, and it, it can be done in the worst conditions. So many flowers are so delicate, they can't bloom. They don't have to write a mountain swamp and clean water and soil. But no, not the lotus. The lotus can bloom in any fucking condition. It does not need purity. It does not need acceptance. It does not need reassurance. It does not need anything from anyone but its source. It does not need darkness. It does not need sunlight. It does not need water. It does not need cleanliness. It does not need anything but itself to bloom and be beautiful i think that's something that's a trait we all need to have because as i also become more spiritual i kind of get this like this hierarchy in me you know it comes to all of us as we level up you know this is buddha's eightfold path eightfold path (laughs) it comes this is how it is as it comes to us we have to realize that there is no hierarchy. There is no, oh, she doesn't meditate. Oh, they don't know anything about her spirituality. Oh, they're a much more advanced witch than me. Or, oh, I'm a much more advanced witch than them. As we stop thinking that way and start experiencing new and better mindsets, we get rid of that because we see that I don't need to meditate. I don't need to do tarot. I don't need to practice all these things. I don't need the sunlight. I don't need anything to be more spiritual. I don't need I don't need to do yoga in the morning for me to be more grounded. These are all tools that I advise you to do because they help you get in tune and familiar with different energies. But at the end of the day, you stop relying on it and realize that I am a lotus. I can bloom whatever. I can be in solitary confinement in the Rakers Island, the worst prison of the world, and I can still be that bitch. I can still be that flower. I can be in the lion's den. I can be in the heatest of the heat. I can be anywhere. I don't need to charge my crystals and use my tuna fork and do all these things to be more spiritual. I don't need to drink chlorophyll. I don't need to drink tea. Once again, I'm not hating on it. I'm sick. I do all these things still every day. I still take the initiative to do all these things, but I don't need to because I am my own sovereign motherfucking being. I am. I don't get it from that. I don't get it from the crystals. I don't get it from the plant. They make me happy. They fill me with joy. They give me some dopamine boost. Serotonin levels go high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We love them. I don't need weed. I don't need, I don't need, I don't need. I do not need a damn motherfucking thing to be me. I am a fucking lotus. Put me in the worst conditions. I'm a bloom, bitch. I'm gonna fucking bloom. And this is what I'm learning right now. And this is what my path is teaching me right now. I see that. I am not no longer dependent. I am no longer dependent on anything outside of me for validation or reassurance or any sort of joy or contentment or happiness. I am joy. I am luck. I don't need the evil eye bracelet to be protected. I am protection. And the more I see that, the more I realize that the more powerful I get, the more higher I look and just the more beauty I see. I am that source. I'm not afraid of anything because I am that. I am the I am that I am, bitch. 
And no one can fucking stop me. No one can get in my way. Nothing can scare me. Because I know who I am. I know what I can do. I know you can put me in the pittest of hell. And I will still fucking bloom. Just like the motherfucking lotus. And that's period. No one can take shit away from me. Change me or scare me or make me titter-tatter, pitter-patter. Nah, bitch. I stand strong ten toes, not because of anything else but myself and the source that I know that's within me. Period. I get my strength from that. I don't get... I used to always say that my confidence comes from being prepared, you know? And that makes sense. You're not worried about a test. You're not worried about a test you have to take when you're prepared for a test. If you study, you know the subject, you know your ABCs, why would you be scared of a spelling test? I always felt that way as a kid. I'm confident because I'm prepared, not because I'm lucky or this or that. I'm, but now I see that I can never be prepared enough. I kind of touched base on this in my episode about not leaning on your own understanding. I can never be prepared enough. So I had to go through the shadows and realize if I, if I can't lean on myself, what can I realize, lean on? And I realize, I'm sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. If I cannot lean on myself, then what the fuck can I lean on? And it took a lot of shadow work and a lot of going in the depths of myself to realize that there is nothing on earth, on God's green earth, or in the blue sky of space, or anywhere else in heaven, the highest of heavens or the lowest pits of hell. There is nothing else on earth. I can lean on but my source but my universe but my God but myself because that's what I believe in myself because I am my God if I believe in my mother it's because I know I am my mother I know everyone is a projection of me pushed out and I believe in them because I believe in me I know the same source does in me is in everybody I believe in that. I'm learning not to give up on people. I'm learning not to. I'm learning to just have faith and belief in the best of people. Not to judge. Because I've been there. I've done that. I've been them. And I could be them. I will not judge anyone for what they do for money. I will not judge anyone for any decision they make. Because I could one day be that. The past year has taught me that a lot. A lot of things that I used to say I could never, I would never. I used to shame people for doing certain things. I've done it. And the only way to fucking forgive yourself for that type of shit is to understand. The sinner was once the saint. The saint can either easily become the sinner. And there should be nothing but compassion, understanding, and love for other people. There should be no reason you can't stand someone or you have bad blood with them. Just remember, Epitheta said, be easy with your be easy with yourself. No, be easy with others but hardest on yourself. Be easy and compassionate with others but hardest on yourself. But be loving to all. I gotta add that part, but be loving to all, to both yourself and others. You can be hard and stern with yourself in a loving manner. That's something I will never not argue about. You can be hard and stern. I believe in being stern with myself. I believe in self-discipline. And sometimes I may not like myself for how disciplined I am, but I know it comes from a place of love and it elevates me. 
into that love. And I never feel bad or, or upset with myself for being too disciplined. And that's a whole other conversation. <sighs> yeah, I'm sorry. I got so emotional so deep. But this, I'm really happy I had this podcast here. I'm really happy to share my journey with you and to you and through you. And I love when you guys reach out to me. I love... My mission here is to help and heal and just thrive in an environment of love. And knowing I do that, knowing I'm touching one person, knowing someone is being helped and feeling heard and feeling understood and connected through my words helps me more than anything on earth. This is my safe space. This is my solace. And I hope it's yours too. I hope we can always stay connected and we can always stay friends and family become family and meet each other and connect with each other remember that we are each other so i guess we always are connected and love each other anyways guys stay bright stay beautiful and remember you are a god you are a god so shine like the sun i love you <laughs> Oh, and the song of the week is coming after this commercial break. It does not need purity. It does not need acceptance. It does not need reassurance. It does not need anything from anyone but its source. It does not need darkness. It does not need sunlight. It does not need water. It does not need cleanliness. It does not need anything but itself to bloom and be beautiful i think that's something that's a trait we all need to have because as i also become more spiritual i kind of get this like this hierarchy in me you know it comes to all of us as we level up you know this is buddha's eightfold path (laughs) it comes this is how it is as it comes to us we have to realize that there is no hierarchy. There is no, oh, she doesn't meditate. Oh, they don't know anything about her spirituality. Oh, they're a much more advanced witch than me. Or, oh, I'm a much more advanced witch than them. As we stop thinking that way and start experiencing new and better mindsets, we get rid of that because we see that I don't need to meditate. I don't need to do tarot. I don't need to practice all these things. I don't need the sunlight. I don't need anything to be more spiritual. I don't need I don't need to do yoga in the morning for me to be more grounded. These are all tools that I advise you to do because they help you get in tune and familiar with different energies. But at the end of the day, you stop relying on it and realize that I am a lotus. I can bloom whatever. I can be in solitary confinement in the Rakers Island, the worst prison of the world, and I can still be that bitch. I can still be that flower. I can be in the lion's den. I can be in the heatest of the heat. I can be anywhere. I don't need to charge my crystals and use my tuna fork and do all these things to be more spiritual. I don't need to drink chlorophyll. I don't need to drink tea. Once again, I'm not hating on it. I'm saying I do all these things still every day. I still take the initiative to do all these things, but I don't need to because I am my own sovereign motherfucking being. I am. I don't get it from that. I don't get it from the crystals. I don't get it from the plant. They make me happy. They fill me with joy. They give me some dopamine boost. Serotonin levels go high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We love them. 
I don't need weed. I don't need, I don't need, I don't need. I do not need a damn motherfucking thing to be me. I am a fucking lotus. Put me in the worst conditions. I'm a boom, bitch. I'm gonna fucking bloom. And this is what I'm learning right now. And this is what my path is teaching right now. I see that. I am not no longer dependent. I am no longer dependent on anything outside of me for validation or reassurance or any sort of joy or contentment or happiness. I am joy. I am luck. I don't need the evil eye bracelet to be protected. I am protection. And the more I see that, the more I realize that, the more powerful I get, the more higher I look and just the more beauty I see. I am that source. I'm not afraid of anything because I am that. I am the I am that I am, bitch. And no one can fucking stop me. No one can get in my way. Nothing can scare me. Because I know who I am. I know what I can do. I know you can put me in the pittest of hell and I will still fucking bloom just like the motherfucking lotus. And that's period. No one can take shit away from me or change me or scare me or make me titter-tatter, pitter-patter. Nah, bitch. I stand strong ten toes, not because of anything else but myself and the source that I know that's within me. Period. I get my strength from that. I don't get... I used to always say that my confidence comes from being prepared, you know? And that makes sense. You're not worried about a test. You're not worried about a test you have to take when you're prepared for a test. If you study, you know the subject, you know ABCs, why would you be scared of a spelling test? I always felt that way as a kid. I'm confident because I'm prepared, not because I'm lucky or this or that. But now I see that I can never be prepared enough. I kind of touched base on this in my episode about not leaning on your own understanding. I can never be prepared enough. So I had to go through the shadows and realize if I... If I cannot lean on myself, then what the fuck can I lean on? And it took a lot of shadow work and a lot of going in the depths of myself to realize that there is nothing on earth, on God's green earth, or in the blue sky of space, or anywhere else in heaven, the highest of heavens or the lowest pits of hell. There is nothing else on earth that I can lean on but my source, but my universe, but my God, but myself. Because that's what I believe in myself. Because I am my God. If I believe in my mother, it's because I know I am my mother. I know everyone is a projection of me pushed out. And I believe in them because I believe in me. I know the same story that's in me is in everybody. So I believe in that. I'm learning not to give up on people. I'm learning not to... I'm learning to just have faith and belief in the best of people. Not to judge I've been there, I've done that, I've been them. And I could be them. I will not judge anyone for what they do for money. I will not judge anyone for any decision they make because I could one day be that. The past year has taught me that a lot. A lot of things that I used to say I could never, I would never. I used to shame people for doing certain things. I've done it. And the only way to fucking forgive yourself for that type of shit is to understand the sinner was once the saint. The saint can either easily become the sinner. And there should be nothing but compassion, understanding, and love for other people. There should be no reason you can't stand someone or you have bad blood with them. Just remember, Epitheta said, be easy with others but hardest on yourself. Be easy and compassionate with others but hardest on yourself. 
But be loving to all. I gotta add that part, but be loving to all, to both yourself and others. You can be hard and stern with yourself in a loving manner. That's something I will never not argue about. You can be hard and stern. I believe in being stern with myself. I believe in self-discipline. And sometimes I may not like myself for how disciplined I am, but I know it comes from a place of love and it elevates me into that love. And I never feel bad or upset with myself for being too disciplined. And that's a whole other conversation. <sighs> yeah, I'm sorry. I got so emotional so deep. But this, I'm really happy I had this podcast here. I'm really happy to share my journey with you and to you and through you. And I love when you guys reach out to me. I love... My mission here is to help and heal and just thrive in an environment of love. And knowing I do that, knowing I'm touching one person, knowing someone is being helped and feeling heard and feeling understood and connected through my words helps me more than anything on earth. This is my safe space. This is my solace. And I hope it's yours too. I hope we can always stay connected and we can always stay friends and family become family and meet each other and connect with each other remember that we are each other so i guess we always are connected and loving each other anyways guys stay bright stay beautiful and remember you are a god you are a god so shine like the sun i love Oh, and the song of the week is coming after this commercial break. The song of the week is Live Like We're Dying by Chris Allen. Ever since I was nine years old, I love this song because it reminded you to make the most out of every moment. Every second counts and you need to tell people you love them. Do the things that are on your mind and don't waste time. The t- clock is ticking. Let's live our life. And make enjoy it. Make it your bitch. Okay, here we go. <laughs> You only got 86, 400 seconds in a day to turn it all around or throw it all away. Period. Everybody gets the same 24 hours. You can do big things with it or small things with it. If you're listening to this podcast, it's probably because you want to do big boy things. So let's get it done. (laughs) Have a great week. This weekend, do something that will help you. Don't just sit on the couch and be like, ah, yeah, I don't got to work. I'm going to kill my brain cells. Live like you're dying. Make the most of it.